This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm so excited to bring you today's podcast episode. We are going to be talking about why on earth you are busting your butt at the gym and seeing no results. My goodness, I spent years training so hard and doing so much and my body just did not change and it's incredibly frustrating, disheartening. And there are a few reasons as to why this may occur. So what I've done is I've been able to summarize the main reasons why we see girls not seeing results in the gym. And you know, there might be one of these that apply to you. There may be several that apply to you, but hopefully after this podcast episode, you will know what you need to change within your training routine for you to be able to start seeing some results. But before we get stuck into it, I just want to say a really big thank you to every single person that has supported the podcast episode so far. You know that we are almost at 500,000 downloads. Can you believe it? Because I certainly can't. Honestly, it blows my mind. Like I love having this podcast and this platform to be able to talk to you guys, to provide value and to educate you and for us to be able to almost go back and forth as well. I love it. I love, love, love it. And the fact that you guys support the podcast, leave ratings and reviews, honestly makes this all possible. So I just want to say a massive thank you. And I am so excited, so incredibly excited about 2023 and where we're going to take this podcast. There is going to be even more value, even more content that I'll be bringing out. And I just cannot wait to share it with you. And remember, guys, if you ever have like, I don't know, any suggestions for topics or you want me to have certain guests on, please send me a DM. I always love hearing from you, hearing your opinions and your suggestions. And I also love to hear what you think I could improve on, because in order for me to be able to bring you as much content as I possibly can and really high value information, I want to know what you want to hear. And I want you to know what you want me to change. If there's things that you want me to change, I'm always, always open to suggestions. So big thank you. You know, I love you all. You're absolutely incredible. And I'm just so excited for 2023. And just on that note, we only have a few spots available for our 10-week Mind and Metabolism Reset. This is the perfect time, guys, the perfect time to actually take hold and take charge of your health and do the thing that you know that you need to do. I've made a few new, new bleh, bleh, gosh, that's hard to get out of your mouth, New Year's resolutions. And look, I believe that we can make a change at any day of the year. However, I think there's something about the new year where we go, okay, a fresh start. We've got 365 days that we can really change our lives. And that is in your hands and we would love to be able to help you and we absolutely can help you, but you need to take that step forward. So if you are interested, I will pop a link, an application form link in the show notes here. Please submit that. It's obligation free. And then we can have a chat about potentially whether you're the right fit for the program and how we can change your life. Very, very exciting stuff. Anyway, let's get stuck into today's podcast episode. Alrighty, so why on earth are you working very, very hard and seeing no results? So I've come up with six reasons as to why this may be. And like I said earlier, there's a good chance that maybe a few of these apply to you. There may just be the one. And the thing is, is that each and every one of these are really important in order for you to see the results that you're wanting to see. They're all incredibly pivotal. So number one is going to be progressive overload. So first of all, I want to explain to you what progressive overload is. Essentially what it is, is you improving 
on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. So within your training program, you want to ensure that you are challenging your body to be able to grow and to adapt. So what this could look like is absolutely lifting more weight next week or lifting more weight the week, the month after, but it could also look like adding in reps or changing up your sets or doing less reps for more weight. It's really challenging the body. It could be tempo, so like slowing down the actual exercise. The idea behind progressive overload is that what we want to do is ensure that we are always making sure the body is wanting to adapt and to grow. And what I mean by that is we want to stress the body so that it can adapt and it can get stronger and you can build muscle and you can improve over time. However, what can happen is, is if you don't have structure with your training program, your body kind of plateaus. So I talk a lot about metabolic adaptation, right? So where we go into a calorie deficit and then those calories that we were eating that were a calorie deficit can become a maintenance it's the same way that your body really adapts to exercise. So initially, you know, you're getting results from your workouts, but then after quite some time, your body adapts to that. And now it actually isn't getting challenged to then be able to progress. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to be changing up your exercises very frequently, right? That's also important because if you do that, you're also not going to see results. And this is where having progressive overload implemented within a structured training program is pivotal for you to be able to see results. Now, what can be really helpful with this as well as tracking your workouts. So making sure that you're keeping note of how much weight you're lifting with each exercise so that the next time you're in the gym, you can either try and squeeze out an extra rep or go slightly higher in the weight so that you know that your body is progressing. Your body's getting stronger. That's an awesome, awesome sign that you will actually see visible results if you're continuing to challenge the body and the body's being receptive and you're getting stronger. Number two is you're just not training hard enough. So We can think we're training hard enough, but are we? Now, we don't want to be training to failure all the time. And what I mean by failure is, let's just say you're doing some squats and then you do your last rep and the form is terrible and you can't really get the weight back up. That's training to failure, right? You haven't done that rep the way that you should be doing that rep. Now, we don't want to be doing that because that's really not good, right? We're going to injure ourselves and it's not particularly helpful anyway for us to see results. However, what you want to do is by your last rep, you want to ensure that you're finding it fairly difficult, right? So maybe you're thinking, oh, I might be able to squeeze out one more rep or two more reps, But you need to actually be feeling that way. So you don't want to get to your last rep and think, you know, I can probably smash out an extra five. You're really not working hard enough. And that can be kind of hard to hear. And it's a balance, right? So we have some of us that train to failure and just absolutely smash ourselves every time we go to the gym. And once again, that's going to be detrimental to you seeing any progress because what happens is, is it puts a lot of strain on our central nervous system. Now, when that's kind of freaked out and not feeling that great, you're not going to be seeing results. Your body's not going to be able to recover and get stronger. So that's a no-go. And then on top of that, we have then the other end of the spectrum is where people just aren't pushing that hard. And look, you can really find a workout still somewhat challenging, but actually, are you training hard enough? So what you want to think about is at the end of this rep, especially with your big compound movements, and when I say compound, I mean movements that use different muscle groups. So a range of different muscle groups. Let's think about a deadlift, a squat, an overhead press. Your body's needing to use different muscle groups in order to perform that exercise. Now with those ones, you really want to think about being able to squeeze out one to two extra reps at the end of your set right now when we're talking about small muscle groups that we're doing like tricep exercises or bicep exercises you can kind of go to failure with those because they don't fatigue the body as much right it's only a very small muscle and also you're less likely to injure yourself but with those 
big movements, the ones that give us the biggest bang for our buck, you want to ensure that you're working hard, right? Not too hard, not where you're actually, you know, failing the rep and you're needing someone to spot you constantly. You want to get to the point where you are thinking, yep, one or two reps and then I will be done. Okay, number three is your workouts have got nothing to do with achieving the goal that you've set for yourself. So let's just say that you're wanting to look more toned. If you are constantly doing F45 classes or you are doing spin classes or you're running, that's going to do jackal for that goal, right? So you feel like you can be working really hard. So you've ticked that box. Maybe you're even progressively overloading. Maybe you're running a lot and you're adding a K in each per month, but that's still not getting you to your goal if you're wanting to tone up right? Because when we want to get toned and look toned, that's really just requires us to have muscle on our body and to be able to shed fat and cardiovascular exercises don't do that for us. However, it could be anything, right? You wanting to grow your glutes, then doing group fitness classes that don't have a focus or you don't have a structured program that is really on growing your glutes, it's going to do jack all. You need to understand that in order to achieve the goal that you want, you need to take action that's going to get you towards that goal. There's no point setting yourself a goal and then just doing what you enjoy doing But that thing that you enjoy doing isn't necessarily what it takes to achieve that end goal. It's kind of like if you go to university and you want to be a doctor and you think, do you know what? I find like studying to be a doctor so incredibly boring. So I just might study to be a marine biologist and then I will hope to be a doctor at the end of that degree, right? Does it make sense? Because what you're studying and what you're learning is going to get you towards one specific goal. However, if your heart is set on achieving X goal, then you need to be doing things that are going to get you towards achieving that goal. The hard thing about all of this is that sometimes the things that we want to achieve the journey to get there we hate like we actually truly don't enjoy doing it and sometimes that's the case I have girls come to us all the time and they're like I hate lifting weights but I want to I want this goal I want to reverse diet I want to be able to increase my maintenance calories and you're going to think well okay if that's your goal sometimes you've got to suck it up and do the things that suck and you don't enjoy doing in order to achieve that end goal I know that's really annoying to hear but it is what it is right there's no two ways about it so ensure that the workouts that you're doing are getting you towards that end goal and are going to to actually give you the results that you're wanting. Alrighty, number four is a big one, and that is your nutrition. So you can exercise as much as you possibly can. If you do not have your nutrition in check, you are not going to get anywhere. So let's talk about fat loss. If your goal is fat loss, you need to be in a calorie deficit and you need to be ensuring you're eating enough protein, right? Now, if you're not doing that, then you're not going to lose fat regardless of how much you exercise. The same goes with like building muscle, right? So if you want to build muscle, you need to ensure that you're eating the right amount of food at least least at maintenance calories, having enough protein, making sure you're fueling yourself around your workouts. And if you're not doing that, you are going to be wasting your time in the gym. What's also really important here is being mindful around how you're fueling your body for your workout. So what are you eating prior and what are you eating post your workout? I remember exercising a lot and then holding off as long as I possibly could from eating because I'd exercise in the morning so I could save my calories. And that's so silly because first of all, you're not going to be able to perform as well in the gym, right? So you're really not going to get the results that you're wanting. That progressive overload isn't going to be all that great because you've got no strength and energy to be able to work out. And then after you're not fueling your body to recover, to then be able to go to the gym the next day, feeling refreshed and being able to push it, right? So that's not working. And then also you need to understand that in order to actually see results, you need to fuel your body adequately. Now, what's the best kind of meals to have around your training? You really want to prioritize protein and carbohydrates. So when we talk about carbohydrates, before your workout, you want easy to digest carbs. So they're the kind of carbs that your body uses as energy quite quickly. So 
Think about white rice, think about cereal, think about even like white bread. I like rice cakes. Your body can use that as energy really quickly for your workout. And then afterwards, you can still have a fast digesting carbohydrate. But if you're having a meal where you've got quinoa in it, that's also, you know, completely fine. Quinoa is a carbohydrate that your body is going to utilize the energy a little bit slower. And that's fine. We probably just want to make sure that we are getting a good amount of carbs and a good amount of protein. And trust me, it will actually make the world of difference to your results as well as your performance in the gym. All right. So number five is one that I see girls do too often. And that is they are exercising to get lean. So they're exercising to lose fat. I used to do this as well. Now let's just talk about someone if they're, you know, quite obese or if they're overweight, then that can be easy because the more fat that you have on your body, kind of like the easier it is to lose fat, right? But as you become sort of healthier and you're in a healthy weight range, that becomes really difficult and really nutrition is what you need to focus on when it does come to fat loss. Exercise is wonderful for building strength, for building muscle, uh, for your mental health, but really when it comes to losing fat, it's just, it doesn't really help all that much. I mean, it's not completely irrelevant, but really in the scheme of things, it's kind of like, you know, you've got a big rock and you've got a tiny pebble. The big rock is your nutrition. The tiny pebble is exercise, right? So you want to be ensuring that you have your nutrition in check. And I did touch on this a bit earlier and really looking at exercise as a way to progressively overload, having a properly structured training program. What's really cool about this is I used to feel quite anxious about not exercising and feeling like I had to smash myself and feel exhausted after a workout because I actually thought that that was earning my food and that I wouldn't gain weight if I'd overeaten um, if I went and did a really hard workout and that's so incorrect now and what that kind of helps with is getting rid of that mentality of absolutely smashing yourself at the gym because you think it's going to allow you to eat X amount of calories. When you learn that that's actually not the case, then you can look at exercises of means to progressively overload, get stronger, and all of these really awesome things that exercise does for us physically and also mentally. And you can start to heal your relationship with exercise and understand, okay, well, depending on what my goal is, whether it's muscle growth, whether it's just maintaining where I'm at or reverse dieting, or if it's fat loss, that really comes a lot through nutrition and my Training is going to help me to sculpt my body, to look toned. But ultimately, what it comes down to is fat loss, muscle gain. Like I said, whatever your goal is when it comes to body composition, so we're talking about the ratio of fat to muscle, really a lot of that is going to come down to your nutrition, which is, in my opinion, kind of freeing. All right, lucky last is you have no consistency or you're all in or all out. So you'll have weeks where you smash the gym five, six days per week, and then the next week you're maybe at the gym once or not at all, right? And then you feel terrible about yourself and then you think, okay, I've got to go back six days a week. And unfortunately, that just will lead you absolutely nowhere. When it comes to exercise, you don't need to be doing five, even four, five, six days per week. Like I would say that's overtraining for most people. Three days a week is phenomenal if you have a properly structured training program. Now, overtraining is no good and you can't sustain overtraining. You can't sustain five, six days per week. Then why the heck do it? And also you don't need it for results. And in fact, most people will find that they get worse results from doing too much exercise because it's kind of counterproductive, right? So what you want to think about is what can I achieve on my worst week? So on the week where I am super busy at uni or at work or I've got lots on or I'm having, you know, issues with my partner and I feel like I could probably get to the gym two to three days a week, beautiful. 
That is your goal. You are going to get to the gym two to three days per week. And then anything on top of that is a bonus. But what happens is we go, right, I need to get to the gym five to six days per week. And then anything underneath that, I've failed, right? And that's where you're setting yourself up for failure, all in or all out, right? What you want to be doing is making sure you're setting yourself up with a training program that you know you can achieve, that you know you can be adherent to so that you can build confidence in yourself and you're not setting yourself up for failure. So in summary, the most important things that you can do in order for you to be able to get the most out of your training sessions for your body to actually change and for you to see results is number one, note these down. Number one, have a specific plan. Number two, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. Stick to a plan that works and do it consistently. Number three, Train hard, but not too hard. Make sure when you go to the gym, you go there to work. This is not to socialize, not just to fluff around. You are there to do a workout. I want you to get it done. You don't need to be smashing yourself to the point where you're almost fainting or you're working to failure, but it needs to be challenging. And then number four, eat for your goals. Remember, nutrition is so important and don't underconsume. If you're serious about getting results in your body changing, you need to fuel your body, right? If your goal is fat loss, you need to be eating in a calorie deficit. So making sure nutrition is in check. All right, guys, that is it from me. Please let me know if this was helpful. If it is, share it onto your stories or even send me a DM. I love to hear when you find podcast episodes really helpful. All right, guys, that's it from me. Big love, Coach Tash. 